0: The Holy Gospel according to John, the 16th chapter. Glory to you, o Lord. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of Truth comes, He will guide you into all the truth, for He will not speak on His own, but will speak whatever He hears, and He will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify Me. Because he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All the Father has is mine. For this reason I said, He will take what is mine and declare it to you. The Gospel of the Lord. Dear friends in Christ, grace and peace to you from Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, the season of Easter has concluded. Last week we celebrated the day of Pentecost. And now today we come to the Sunday of the Holy Spirit. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Trinity Sunday. I'll be honest with you, the Trinity itself is a bit of a mystery And I think it's more often than not best understood through faith and through relationship with God. In fact, the children's message really hit it out of the park because the Trinity is really about relationships. It's about relationship with God and relationship with one another and the world that we live in. So today, we encounter Jesus as he prepares to make his way to the cross. And he has been telling his disciples repeatedly that he would soon be departing from them, and that the Spirit would soon be coming. In fact, this is the fifth time in John's Gospel that Jesus has said to his disciples about his departure and the coming of the Spirit. Now the Spirit really means counselor, or teacher, or helper. So imagine now Jesus, for the fifth time, telling his disciples what is to come, what is going to happen, and the disciples' anxiety is running high. It's in overdrive. I can only imagine that their pulse must be just throbbing in their neck, that they have that deep Um, that deep, painful feeling in the pit of their stomach that they are experiencing a collective shortness of breath. They are extremely anxious. And so in this very moment, the disciples cannot help but wonder, was the time that they spent with Jesus over the last three years simply a snapshot in time? Or is there a future to come, even after Jesus' death? And so, Jesus prepares them. He prepares them about that even though He is departing from them, that the Spirit will come alongside of them and guide them in truth. It's beautiful imagery, the idea of the Spirit coming alongside of them and guiding them in truth. And so in this moment, Jesus points to a future. He points to a future with hope and with promise. He points to a future that says His words are just as important today as they were back then. So today, we are reminded that God is still at work. That God is still creating. That Jesus is still speaking that Jesus is still redeeming and that His words resound anew in an ever-changing world. So God's Word, Jesus' Word, speaks to us in the here and now as it did 2,000 years ago. It speaks to us in the here and now when we need it most. And so the Trinity is about relationship with God. A God who is here, who is active, who is present, working in our lives. A God who is helping us to learn the truth about ourselves and a truth about God as well. Past Faith and Life speaker Donald Miller, who was here a couple years ago now, wrote in his book, A Million Miles in a Thousand Years, what I learned while editing my life, he wrote this about relationship with God. You get a feeling when you look back on life that all God really wants from us is to live inside a body he made and enjoy the story and to bond with him through the experience. In other words, God wants to enjoy your story God wants to bond with you through your life experience. God wants to be in relationship with you. And God wants that relationship to be authentic, to be honest. God wants us to feel like we can come with all that is weighing on our shoulders and in our hearts, those doubts, those fears, those vulnerabilities, And we do this together how? We do it as a community of faith. We do it with each other. And when we do this, when we reach out into the world around us, we then are living in community with God and each other. When we proclaim God's love to the world, And when we live a life that reflects that love, that is living in community and in relationship with one another and with God. And when we inspire others to do God's work, that is living out this relationship as well. So what else does it look like? What does it look like to be in relationship with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit and live a life that reflects that? I just happened to write a few things down. Some observations that I've made over the past few weeks. It's collecting almost 600 pairs of shoes for children in Haiti so they can have the opportunity to simply go to school. It's lay ministers going to the homebound and the hospitalized to bring God's Word a taste of bread and wine and greetings and love from all of you. It's over 200 children and volunteers participating in Vacation Bible School. We had a phenomenal week last week. And part of their focus was to raise funds for mothers and babies in Zambia to provide them with healthy and proper nutrition as well as opportunities for education. It's building a house in northeast Minneapolis. That's going to come in August. You can sign up for Habitat for Humanity. It's providing clean and safe drinking water to a child care center in the Little Earth community in Minneapolis. It's creating space for those afflicted by addiction and those mourning the unimaginable loss of loved ones through suicide. It's working alongside interfaith outreach and community partners. It's laughing. It's crying. It's simply sitting with someone in the stillness and in the silence. It's being in relationship with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit and with one another in the here and now when we need it most. So may we all strive to be a community that values each other and responds to the needs of the world out of hope and compassion and love and grace. For when we share God's love, I can assure you that the Spirit of Christ is truly present. Let it be so. Amen.